I'm joined this very early morning <laughs> by Jack. Hello. Hello. Guess who dragged Jack up this morning at, what time is it now? Quarter to seven, actually. Quarter to seven. Quarter to seven. Mm. Yeah, quarter to seven. Well, I agreed to it anyway. You did. It wasn't like you just sprung this on me. No, we were going to record this last night, and then we were sat there thinking about it and thought, wouldn't it be better to watch a movie and then wake up really <laughs> early because we have a cup of tea in the morning anyway so this is going to make this tea taste really really good but that's if this is a morning tea there's probably some fans of this tea out there who might hear this and be like what are you doing this is an evening an tea an evening tea when is it best to drink so t- today's tea is darjeeling which is really fun to say darjeeling tea from the foothills of the himalayas Golden in colour with a light mellow flavour, it says on the box. Mm. It's Tesco's finest we're going for today. This is continuing our mission to learn how to become tea champions or tea masters, um, which we have started with Assam. Yes. And we are now moving on with Darjeeling to see if there's any differences in this one. Although I am already a tea master. You are, yes, we've established Jack <laughs> <laughs> has self-appointed himself the title of Tea Master already. Yep. Um, I, however, feel I have some way to go. So, Jack, you must guide me in these moments. So I've got it brewing in a teapot at the moment. Now, mm-hmm. I had a look online, and you can have it with milk, okay. but you can also not have it with milk. Well, There's this gonna, constant debate. I feel like do test, we'll we? do the test. We'll have it without milk first. There's like... The continuing debate like what we have with Earl Grey. Mm. Which now, I'm going to be honest, nine times out of ten I'm having without milk. Well, you're doing it the best way then. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. So apologies that there has been a couple of weeks delay in me getting some episodes out. That's because apparently in October um, I can't do anything because there's so much on at my job. So, so much on. ridiculously busy. Oh my gosh, I did many... Many, many hours. Um, it's just a very large event that I'm, I'm in charge of at work. And it's really good fun, um, especially when you come out the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and you look back like, oh, that was great. Um, but yeah, really, really fun event. But it meant all my best intentions to get um, some podcasts out. Um, flew away in the wind. Although I drank a lot of tea. Yes, you did. I drank a lot of tea and a lot of coffee. I need to go on a slight caffeine detox now mm. because... I was fueling myself with that, as any other event managers out there will know. This is what you do. <laughs> Does um, Darjeeling have caffeine in I it? I think so, yeah, because it's a black tea. It's a black leaf tea. I had a quick look online. Apparently this is meant to be a really nice light tea Ooh. with uh, flora, uh, yeah, flora flavours. Yeah, I'm on darjeelingboutique.com. I just, whenever I hear the word Darjeeling, it just takes me back to watching Toy Story. You have to do the quote. Is it sipping on Darjeeling with Marionette Dread, her little sister? <laughs> yes. Um, oh, tea lovers praise Darjeeling for its unique and distinctive flavour and pleasant mu... Oh, I thought it said musical. It didn't. It said mucatel aroma. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, I'm cultured, Emma. Um... So, shall we try some, Jack? There's some yes. here in the teapot. Let's try it sans milk first. I've gone for a modest-sized teapot here. I fear I should have gone for a larger teapot. That yeah, seems all done. right for a morning. For a morning. I won't put too much in. I've been overzealous with how much water I put in the teapot again, so it's spilling. There we go. It is light in colour. 
It is. She's nice. Golden brown. Golden brown. <laughs> Texture like sun. Okay, let's have a little a little whiff. <laughs> yeah, let's have a little whiff. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> well. Ooh. I don't know if it's just my nose that's not woken up yet. Let me wake up nose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it smells nice. That smells good. It smells like something I think I've had before, so maybe I've had Darjeeling before but not realised what I was drinking. We should probably preference that we both haven't tried this before. Yeah, no, completely. I didn't give in to temptation or anything this time. It has been sat and, and I bought this at the beginning of October with yeah. the idea that that was going to be the next one quite quickly after my chat with Charlotte and it's been in there ever since and it's took a lot of willpower for us to not drink this tea until this moment Yes, there was a few days where... We ran out of normal, well, English breakfast tea bags and Earl Grey, and there was like I was working from home, and I was like, I don't fancy any of these fruit teas, yeah, or mint tea, and I was just looking at that Darjeeling, going, I wonder what that tastes like, <laughs> and then I was like, no, no, don't open it, so I didn't, but I was close. Yes, <laughs> I know it would have been sad. Well done for staying strong. Well, There's... it would have avoided me from the episode. That's all it would have done. I would have had you here. Yeah, I would have been shamed. I would have been shamed for my lack Your, of uh, Yes, there would have been some control. public shaming on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, um, Lizzie, by the way, who I just mentioned, is our, our pet lizard. She is a gecko. She is currently, we assume, asleep in her favourite thing, which is the kitchen roll tube. I don't know if I've mentioned Lizzie on the podcast before. No. She's older than the sun. <laughs> She's a very old lizard. 26. Crazy. 26 year old. As far as that's my, est- that's my best estimate. Because yeah. I got her when I was about four. Good. And so I just, just, I always place it in June because mm-hmm. that's when Jurassic Park came out. So I'm like, okay, well that was June. No, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been the same month, but I just put it in June because it's like. Yeah. Well, I got her maybe a couple of months afterwards then, but she was already like a certain age at that point, so I'm yeah. like trying to backtrack a little bit. But She's great. We love Lizzie. Yeah, she She's a gecko. She sits there, she eats, she drinks, she sits on a rock. Yeah, she, she yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> she doesn't even know how she got there. She's just on a rock. And they naturally have these little smiley faces, so I think she's happy. Yeah, she's cute. We digress from the tea. Yes. It's time to taste the tea. All right, let's I taste think. it. Well, that is very light. <laughs> that is very light. And I have brewed it for the appropriate amount of time. Hmm. Oh, I kind of like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, it tastes like... This is like the polar opposite to Assam. I was just about to say the same thing. It's like yeah. we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. I feel like... Well, do they make... Is Darjeeling... Sorry to interrupt. Does Darjeeling come from the same family as all that then? Well, Assam... Darjeeling's from India, mm-hmm. the Himalayas specifically for this one apparently. Right. And where was Assam from? I feel like Assam was also India. Look I up. believe so with the name. Yeah. Yeah, it's from Assam in India. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're both from India. Let's have a look at Ye old Faithful Wikipedia. Which, yes. you know. There's a site that everyone can edit, but we'll <laughs> read it. Exactly, but I don't think... Well, no, I was about to say, I don't think anyone will be um, sly with editing Darjeeling tea for what motive will they have. However, <laughs> you never know. You never know. It might just be 
full of quotes from Toy Story. Darjeeling tea is processed as black, green, white and oolong tea. So this is unprocessed, perhaps? Ah, so like Assam is like the basics for the English breakfast, essentially. Or no, just for like further, further teas. Oh, you could have it as Darjeeling oolong. So this must be Darjeeling black. So you can process it as different oh, versions cool. of it. Okay. But does it have on there the or, the origins of the name Darjeeling? Because as you said, it was fun to say. So I just wondered what that... It's from Darjeeling. The place? Yes. Okay, so then we'd have to... We'll be here all night. We could dig and be like, what is Darjeeling the place? Where does it get its name? We should... Um, get a map <laughs> and look and then we could play tea lottery and look over all the different places that could be mm. could be tea names um yeah, a ye- like a really old looking map oh it's got i've got some tea terms here it's tea terms time on the part of tea tea terms made you a little jingle thank you very much <laughs> um bloom a term to refer to the silken sheen silvery hairy luster on the luster's a good Ooh. word. On the tea leaves, resulting from the neat distribution of fine pubescence on the leaf surface. Now, Jack, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what I just said. Bright. This tea should there was be some, bright. There were some certain words in there that you know. I don't know if it's me or the Darjeeling, but oof, I'm feeling hot. <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> Silvery, hairy luster. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Um, <laughs> so, bright. The infused tea leaves should be bright. And it is light. It's a nice light colour, isn't it? Yes. Colour is a term. Colour is a tea term. <laughs> we have been unknowingly banding about a tea term all this time. I know this. I'm a master. You, oh, yeah, you're a tea master. I'm you're sorry. just talking old hat to me now. Oh, nose. We were... That's like wine, isn't it? When you, yeah. When you nose the wine. <laughs> Stylish. A term used for referring to dry tea leaves which are wiry, neatly twisted and evenly sized. So if you are growing tea and you see some tea that looks like really good uniform tea, you'd be like, a stylish. If you were to add, like, because it's Wikipedia, if you were to add like a joke one in there, what would you put? Stylish. Stylish, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we just said like no one's edited this. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone just pop stylish in there. But I will learn more about this on our journey. I really want to try it with milk. Me too. Me yeah. too. There's milk in the little milk jug there. I might just pour a little bit more tea to, mm. just to top it up a little bit. I do like it without. I definitely I like, like this without. without. It does leave a little bit of a fuzziness in my mouth though. I might have overbrewed. I always think oh, that. I, I, don't like, I don't like <laughs> to blame the tea. I'm more likely to blame myself but maybe it is the tea maybe this is a fuzzy mouth fuzzy wuzzy mouth. tea fuzzy wuzzy tea fuzzy wuzzy was a tea <laughs> right. that is a very gentle tea yes that milk has took away all semblance of it being a tea <laughs> it just feels like i'm drinking hot water now we're milking oh my i don't know if that's because our mouth is already accustomed to the taste of the darjeeling so now mm. this is like muting it is this meant to be like a tea for children? I was just thinking. So I was just thinking. If someone said to me, "Oh, I don't like tea," and you wanted to give them something that was very um, unoffensive, 
you make this. Yeah, or for children. But then does it have, like, is this a deceptive tea? Does it still have the same caffeine content? So you'd have a very hyper, mm. hyper child. My nephew loves tea, and what my sister would do is, um, and still does, I think, is make half a cup of tea, very, very light tea, and yeah. then top the other half of the cup up with milk. I don't know if I've just locked into my first introduction to Darjeeling, which is Toy Story, and if the girl in that film, because the toy, she's met, had a tea party, but she might have just made up that they're having Darjeeling, or ah. did she actually have Darjeeling in her room, and she ah. was drinking it, and it was the one the parents gave her. I feel like we've done, we've done an error, based on simple Google searches. Okay, here. okay. Okay. Uh, if you like to drink tea first thing in the morning, opt for a cup of white tea. This tea tends to be easier on empty stomach. <laughs> Darjeeling shouldn't be enjoyed right away in the mornings. It should be consumed after eating breakfast. Listeners, we've not eaten a thing. <laughs> we've literally rolled out of bed. Heresy! Oh, Heresy! <laughs> what are we to do? Why? Does Darjeeling tea help with sleep? It can help reduce stress levels. Ooh. Well, I should have been drinking this in October. <laughs> what, what an error. I had a reducing stress level tea in the cupboard for my most stressful month of the year. And I've denied myself it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching a live train wreck on a... <laughs> oh, dear. Everything that could have gone wrong. I'm overthinking Toy Story. Yeah. You could have been drinking this to de-stress. Yeah. It's not a morning tea. It's not a it's morning tea. It's an after-breakfast tea. tea. Oh, dear. What have we done? That's ah, nice. We're doing this for you, the listeners. Yeah. Cup of... I don't... Now, white tea. White tea. We're going to have to get some, some yeah. white tea. <laughs> yeah. I have tried it, um, but I'll get some more. Uh, you know who I need to get on for white tea? Our friend Dave. We have yes. many friends who are called Dave, specifically the Dave and Hannah variety Dave. Right. David of the pie. David of the pie. Because um, they lived with us for a couple of months, and they I noticed Dave really enjoys a white tea. He also makes the best coffee. He's like a coffee connoisseur. He is the coffee champion, the coffee master. <laughs> right. He does have a good the time The sommelier coffee. of coffee. Yeah. Um, which was a treat. He also enjoys white tea, I noticed, so we'll have mm. to get ta- Dave. Get him on. Get him on. If yeah. you're listening, Dave, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> this is your official <laughs> invitation to the podcast. So the Darjeeling that you're not supposed to drink first thing on an empty stomach, on an empty stomach tastes fine to me. Yes, yes. I imagine that goes for black tea across the board then. And the first thing for every single morning, the first thing I do is make a cup of tea. Yeah. And then I get back into bed and I give you one cup and then... Mm-hmm. Well, either I'll sit in tea and drink it or if I'm being very good, which I've been doing reasonably often, I'll come into the front room and do some yoga with my cup of tea. But we tend to be drinking non-caffeinated tea, so it's... Oh, yeah, it's all decaf. Oh, so, so we're fine. So it's kind of, you know, we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah there good. is not a strong taste. There's really not. Hmm. It, but it does actually have a kind of light feeling. It's really strange. Yeah. It's like it doesn't taste like a tea that you've left out mm. or you've put too milky. It tastes like its own thing, but it's uh, it's light. I know. And airy. From, you know, I think the general consensus of people who drink tea on a professional level 
um, is that maybe you shouldn't drink a lot of them with milk because it's taken away from the flavour. But I think I prefer this with milk. I do. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely prefer it with milk. I think this would be nice after, like, a really heavy day. You know, if you've had a day where... <laughs> and you need something light. No. <laughs> no, if you've had, if you had a, a day of very heavy things, so, like, maybe you're a bit bogged down at work, Maybe you've eaten stuff like to, to quote Back to the Future. You keep using this word heavy. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it <laughs> is the gra- something wrong with the gravity in the future? No. <laughs> I know I, what you mean. You know. Or like and food as well, like if you're eating lots of like stodgy food. Yes. Which you know, we're coming into the time of year, autumn we're in the time of year, we're in my most favourite time of year now, where you're having like really stodgy food and stuff and comforting food and you might just hit a point where you're like, I need lightening. After a thick broth. Thick broth. That's all we're getting in this house. Down a light and airy Darjeeling. <laughs> <laughs> you are the, you'd be a wonderful Darjeeling advert. You would. Yeah, we Just had me this. sitting here in my dressing gown. Like, yeah. Don't I've drink this in the mornings. <laughs> my dressing gown on. I've got a fluffy blanket over the dressing gown. I am peak comfort <laughs> over here in the corner. Well, the fact that we we're drinking so early made me think. Drinking so early. <laughs> what were... What were, like, your... Were there any, like, typical... Well, not typical, but any quirks to your mornings growing up as a kid? Like, that, you know, the process, let's say a normal, typical school day, is what I was trying to say. Like, were there any sort of particular... Was there, like, a... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? A routine. A routine, yeah. Sorry, it's early folks. Early folks. Um, My routine... I mean, I distinctly remember getting up for school... Um, when I was a teenager and I would leave it to the last possible minute which now looking back I'm like you have stressed yourself out daily I like actively try and get up much before I need to go to work these days because it's like I'm doing now recording this with you Jack or doing some yoga or even just reading my book if I do something for myself when I start the day before then going on to do a day of work I feel so much better and ready um, for everything Whereas when I was a teenager, I would literally, I'd snooze, snooze, snooze. I'd maybe give myself 15 minutes. So I'd like rush up, um, brush my teeth, chuck my uniform on. And I'd walk, I walked a mile and a half to school every day. Mm. So then I'd out, out the door, grab a, some breakfast, maybe a crumpet in my hand. Uh, isn't there something to do with like teenagers and sleep that they... They that, need well, more. They yeah. need more. This is, I'm, sh- I'm pretty ever, sure that's I... a definite like scientific study that teenagers need more sleep, which is why they've said it probably would be more productive for teenagers if school started later. And but finished later. And fin- or even just like, you know, if it just started, they'd probably get more done if the day was shorter or, yeah, if it was started later and finished a bit later. But they can't do it, obviously, because it's mapped around a parent's working day. And then younger children, mm. they get up at the crack of dawn, don't they? So. Yeah. I mean, I, I like being being a teenager once, like mm. I did the same thing. And I think all teenagers do it. Yeah. Like you just sleep in and sleep in and snooze. And then like, I remember Ross and my friend Ross didn't, when we were teenagers, he didn't get out of bed till like half 11 in the morning sometimes, even if I, I'd like stayed over. Like yeah. he was gone. <laughs> like you couldn't I, even get him up. Yeah. I had a friend who would, who would sleep in sometimes till like one o'clock. Mm. And that was a net, like I wouldn't be allowed to sleep in till one o'clock. That's a definite net. I think, 
An av- I think an average lay-in for me would have been like half nine, ten, and then that would be pushing it, and I'd get a knock at the door like, Emma, get up, <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know who I was impersonating then. <laughs> None of my parents talk like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, but then there's part of me, it's like, yeah, they should like look into that a little bit more mm. to see if teenagers are allowed to be in bed for longer like lawfully but then i'm like no (laughs) because because like i think it teaches you something when you feel that way and you have to get up it's like it's almost putting like you have to go through the grind to learn the freedom of being an adult and then going you know what i'm gonna make myself get up at half six in the morning so i can record a tea podcast before work (laughs) exactly like it teaches you to actually like take responsibility but yeah it's true but i just i do remember being in that time i think the the difficulty when you're a teenager as well is that you're going to school Mm. so you might be going to school and your first lesson of the day is something that you really want to do or you might be going to school to trudge through like there are classes everyone there is not a single person who would have liked every single class at school surely um, so there's always, um, I think for me it was geography, whenever I had geography coming up, I did, which explains why we didn't know that Darjeeling was a place, but anyway, <laughs> I, or Assam when we got to that one, but um, yeah, I remember not, like, not being excited about geography, and I thought, oh. I like geography. I think, yeah, you would, you have volcanoes think, and <laughs> My what nose? Volcanoes. Oh, volcanoes. I thought you said something about my nose. Your nose. <laughs> I thought you said my Vulcan nose. Your I was Vulcan. like, what? <laughs> your compass on the end of your nose. It is. It's six minutes past seven, folks. Wow. <laughs> okay. but um, We should record in Darjeeling, the morning more. Darjeeling and Assam are play, like very specific places. So I'm, like, I'm not necessarily good with that. Yeah. I actually didn't know Darjeeling was a place until... No. But it makes sense. You picked up... We went for a walk on a beach... Oh, my God, that was such a lovely day. We went for a walk on the beach on Monday, and Jack picked up a rock and went, a rock and went ah, igneous. <laughs> Learned that from geography, didn't <laughs> you? Yeah, you could see you? the air bubbles. And yeah, that, and then you guys like, it was really light. I was quite amazed yeah. by that. No, I, I, I didn't mind geography when I was at school. The one that got me was maths. Maths. maths was the one that I was just like I dreaded every single time I was just like I, oh, I just couldn't get my head around it especially yeah. when it was only when they started doing algebra when they introduced algebra and algebra the letters became a part of it I was yeah. like this was numbers this was a numbers thing oh you didn't <laughs> like now, it and now you've added num- letters and what are these symbols yeah pie <laughs> <laughs> that's not that doesn't look like a pie if you're going to say pie, draw a pie. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, they missed a trick. No, but I, I get it now. Like, I get why they do it. But, well, I say I get it. I couldn't do it. But I get why they do it now. And I can see, kind of see the processes yeah. all to do with patterns. and. and this, I think you need a certain type. Because I was good at maths at GCSE. And then I shouldn't have took it at A-level. But my dad insisted. Um, I only did the AS level of it. And then quite mm-hmm. quickly stopped there but I managed to get through the AS level um because I think maths actually I managed to do well in maths in school because they teach it you in a very repetitive just memorize what we're telling you way Mm. and there's two ways of doing maths and that way will only get you so far so (laughs) I could memorize what they wanted us to do like I can memorize um a poem or something um, to be good at maths, you need to be able to think in a very logical 
problem-solving way and not just use the tools you were given, but use the tools you were given in a way that you weren't originally told. So, like, in... You... Well, it's like playing a video game. And yeah. it's like an open-world one. Oh, like, kind of like Minecraft. Yeah. Not that I've ever played it, but I've seen people play it, and it's like, you've got all this stuff you can do in the game. Uh, there's a lot you can do in the game, like cooking and making and mixing things to make things. And right. All. It's like, what do you want to do? And that's how I see maths. It's like, once you kind of know how to use the tool then you can go and explore Yeah, numbers. you need to have the mind where you could go, oh, okay, I've got this, yeah, I've got this math hammer, mm. and with this math hammer, I can actually build a castle, whereas I am someone who goes, I know how to use a hammer, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so it's, I just, I've got a vivid memory of being in um, college, and they set us this math problem, and only one girl in the whole class managed to solve it, mm. and it's because she very methodically made this table, and she methodically laid everything out, like all the information, and by doing that, she managed to find the problem. Whereas all the rest of us were just floundering around trying to just like imagine it, and mm. it's that logical. I'm very impressed with people who can do maths. I had a friend. I have a friend, Louisa, who is a genius with maths, yeah, and she just, she just got it. Like she could, mm. she get. It's like reading a language to her. Yeah, I've got a couple of friends who are like that. It's just, yeah. it's, it just, it dumbfounded me at school. I, yeah. I was like, I, was, I just couldn't, I still can't to this day. I can't wrap my head around how the tool works. I really don't. Yeah, I, as I say, if you like, I, I remember in college, they teach us like a tool. So like, here's mm. an equation that will help you solve all these things. And before first break, I got it because they taught it me and it's in my head and I remembered yeah. it, rah, rah, went away and ate a Mars bar came back and they were like now apply <laughs> seriously they were like apply this tool to this problem and I'd be like I'm gone <laughs> I'm out <laughs> ate the Mars bar <laughs> kryptonite to mathematicians <laughs> no I, I I obviously as someone who loves drawing and all that I loved maths even though I never did what the yeah. math uh, the art t- what did I just say I said maths didn't I yeah I, I meant art art yes art Arty. I meant to say art um I did love art when I was a kid, but that was, but I never did what the art teachers suggested. But I also really loved like religious studies and history. I didn't mind too much. I loved history. I re- history's the one that I wish I did instead of maths at mm. college. I was one of those crazy people who took like the most options you could take. So when I dropped maths, it was like now I'm at a normal yeah amount, so I can add it on. But I do yeah. History, I was good at history. Yeah. I loved I loved learning about the Tudors. That was like yeah, that was, that was my jam. When I was the Tudors, school, yeah. the Tudors, your jam. <laughs> it was. I can't remember much now, but yeah. I remember being in early, like year nine at high school, first year of high school, and being like all about the Tudors. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, Jack would have been. So I don't know if you get this impression on the podcast or anything, but Jack and me at school. Jack would have caused me serious anxiety, I think. <laughs> I was quite quiet, really. Yeah, but just the fact that you, like, if I sat next to you and you weren't listening to the teacher no. and you were drawing, I wouldn't have taught, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have grasped, goodness me. Yes, but would. I would have sat there very anxious. Yeah, you would have. No, I would not. <laughs> um, I would have sat there very anxiously that the teacher would see. And I'd be like, oh my God. The thing is oh that, God, but, like, my maths doing? book just looked like they, they had to sort of sift through the pictures to find the sums like right it was one of those things it was like the maths books which i think my mum has copies of in the attic still they like have copies of like there's just drawings everywhere but the problem was me and lawrence beveridge a friend of mine because we used to sit next to each other we 
Okay, I'm just going to tell you a little story. Okay, what kind of story? So in year eight, we were in maths and we used to do this thing where every lesson, just a little side story to the side story, we'd always, because you're not allowed to eat in school, mm. but we would eat tunes, these cherry flavoured tunes. And because they were cough sweets, the, cough the, te- sweet. the teacher would allow you to eat them because it's like they'd think you're sick. So I'd always bring in a beverage, I'd always bring in a packet of these tunes. We'd just have them out on the table, like proud, like... <laughs> And we eating them like in front of everyone. Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, oh, oh. like and you just sniff when the teacher comes past me, like that. She must have thought you were constantly ill. I was a, I can't remember his name now. Uh, I can't remember the teacher's name. But anyway, point is, they used to do a quiz, and they'd do like at the start and the end of lesson, and they'd be like like two different quizzes, you know, based on what you learn, and uh, and we'd. Like, when he goes, right, you're doing the quiz, and he'd do the questions on the board, we'd be writing, and then we'd pretend to write the answers. And then when he goes, right, now swap your papers with the person next to you to do the marking, and we'd just swap them over and basically just write the answers and get some <gasps> wrong, some right, and all that, and then Jack. mark it and then give it into the teacher. We did this so well that when we went up to school, high school, the next year, so we jumped from middle school to high school, we're now in a much bigger place, scarier, you know, there's kids in the year 12, 13, oh God, we're the little small fry again. We are bumped up to the next level of maths because we did so oh, well. Oh no. And so we're in this maths class and that was where I was first introduced to algebra and I was like, I'm getting shot in the foot here for what we just did. But Beveridge was sat next to me still so we continued oh, this no. <laughs> But the thing was, because in the middle of the lessons, we were so bored and we just didn't understand it. We played this game. Uh, I won't go into the gross details of this game. Oh, no. But the game don't. was to... It's too early. The, the game was basically to who could draw a certain picture in the other person's book without the other person knowing. A certain picture being of a, some male genitalia. Oh, <laughs> But who could draw it as quickly? You know, this stupid what kids draw that yes. really simple drawing. So it's like we'd be like when the person's not looking for like five seconds, like just quick, to like get it in their maths book, like on a page, and then just flip it back. The teacher would get so angry because they'd be looking through my beverages maths books, <laughs> and it's just riddled with these rubbed out. You can kind of see them still in the imprint. <laughs> just they're just everywhere, like literally every page. And then we got bumped down the <laughs> class the following like year, and then down again the following year. But then I think I, I had a home tutor for maths. Mum got me a home tutor, and his mission, this was GCSE, his mission was to get me a C in maths, like, and I was predicted an E. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and, and I hated it. And I, and I really respected him, because boy, did he try to that's explain. That's really, that's good. And uh, I used to, obviously, you know, when mum was like, your tutor's here and you can hear him coming up the drive. I'd be like, <laughs> no, I've got to do maths, I'm at home. <laughs> but I also look at that as that was punishment for what we did. Drawing all the naughty things. And cheating in year eight. Yeah. So I think that was a bit worse because the drawing of the thing was just a stupid Oh yeah, game. That's, that is the worst. I just lock on to it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but uh, you know, he was desperate to get me a C, and then in the yeah. end, I got a D. So Just better than an E. Yes, and but my teacher was not happy with that, and, and my home tutor was disappointed. Oh, Because he failed in his mission, and he tried, and he really, like, we really got on, that yeah. was the thing. Like, uh, you know, he, he was a young was guy. Quite young, yeah. I'd probably, I'd probably be older than him now, I think. Oh, probably. 
But um, yeah, there's my little story about it's Jack's tail. Jack, I've just seen the time. Oh God, have we run over? Well, no, no, no. The, I mean, we could carry on chatting, but unfortunately, I am on a time limit because I have to get to work. Uh, so, no. but that I enjoyed that story. There you go. I thank you. That was very good. No worries. So, to sum up, the Darjeeling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the mathematical inducing Darjeeling. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'd give it a top notch, top mark. I'd give it a good 8 out of 10. Yeah, I think it's not something... I won't be sat there because the flavour's not so bold. I think I do really enjoy bold flavours. I wouldn't sit here and go, oh, I really fancy that. Because I actually, since having the Assam, every now and then I'm like, I really fancy an Assam tea. Um, So I don't know if I'm going to be doing that with this, but I think it will be very nice, as I say, as a kind of light, lightening tea. As the tea master in the room, Mm. I'll say this. We're going to have to try this after breakfast. Yes. In its uh, in in the proposed time that you're meant That's to drink true. it. Because that might actually shift the whole thing. Yeah. It might bump up to a nine. All <laughs> <laughs> night. Anyway. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed a nice cup of tea while listening to this. Or maybe you haven't yet. And maybe you'll be inspired to go out and get some Darjeeling. Um, the next episode, I've been given a bag of tea. Um, a type of oolong, but it's not um, a classic oolong, it's a type of oolong from a tea company in Norfolk, which is really exciting, so I'm going to review that. So that's the next episode coming up. Um, but yeah, thank you for, for listening about it. Please do give us a shout out on social medias. I still would like one of those elusive iTunes reviews, if anyone would be so kind. Just because apparently it makes it more visible, so that would be yes. really wonderful. If anyone's feeling um, benevolent, today and would like to leave a review on iTunes um, that would be fabulous but thank you so much for listening and I will see you in a fortnight well I won't see you, that would be creepy but we'll be chatting again <laughs> in a fortnight thanks everyone, bye bye